Hey there, fellow foodies. This is Ann Campia with Girl vs. Food, and joining me as my co-host is... Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Thanks for joining me. No problem. Glad to be back again. And we're here to bring you our review of MasterChef Season 4. We're on Episode 19. We're seeing the top seven compete tonight. Um, and tonight we had a mystery box challenge, uh, pretty traditional. Um, under the mystery box was a T-bone steak, um, Walmart special. Of course, they definitely have to keep <laughs> highlighting the fact that Walmart steaks are the best in grade and quality. And you know what? I have to second that. Um, I've had a chance to taste the steaks there, Ryan, and they are quite delicious. So I don't blame them for continuing to advertise that these are steaks that you need to purchase. Um, And part of the challenge was that they also got to go into a Walmart truck, which was filled with all kinds of produce, of course, fresh um, from Walmart also, and pick out whatever they want and basically just do up the steak and do up whatever size you think would be best, but really take it to that next level. They were really looking for something that would be elevated. And for some, they really grasped the idea and took advantage of this um, challenge. And for others, they didn't do so well. Um, And we were seeing in this episode a lot of people that started off strong and were very much motivated to win this thing, kind of losing steam. Uh, Ryan, what do you think about this first competition? Um, yeah, it was more like a, it was compared to other mystery box challenges where it's crazy ingredients. This one was pretty simple, um, but they made it clear that they wanted you know a restaurant quality dish with the steak um, and with sides and stuff. Um, so it was simple, but yet they wanted to see people pull off stuff you know that was you know high quality but high technique and stuff. Um, so it was it was good to see everyone you know try to do what they could to take a pretty much uh, a simple ingredient and do as much as they could with it um, for this mystery box challenge. Um, the steaks the steaks look good. So um, what did you think about um, the ingredient and stuff? Did you think it was too simple, or do you think they should have gone with something more crazy like they usually do? No, I think this was the perfect challenge. Um, at this point, you're with the top seven. You want to see what they can do with things that are traditional and um, throwing something as well. You would think as simple mm-hmm. as a steak uh, really gives the contestants a chance to, um, like they said, elevate the ingredients to the next level. Um, the hardest thing I think to do is to take something that you're used to cooking all the time and take it to that gourmet level. Um, because you're just, you know, you're, you're probably so ingrained in the way that you know how you like it when you cook it at home. And we have to constant, constantly be reminded that these are home chefs. So um, it is difficult to break out of that. And for, like we said, for some, they didn't do so well. For some, they did great. Um, for example, Chrissy, that potato, they called it a potato goulette, goulette or something. I don't know what the traditional name was, but she named it after herself, rightfully so. It was a beautiful side dish. I think one of the best I've seen this whole season. Um, and her steak, the color on that steak was amazing. And the fact that she just pan seared it. I mean, I want to go buy a steak from Walmart and go put it in a pan and uh-huh. do the same exact thing she did. It, I think it looked great, which is obviously part of the reason why um, out of the top three, she won. But other people, you know, like Luca can... Let's talk about Luca for a second, who every week, I think you and I were saying, Luca's going home. It's about time he's going mm-hmm. home. 
he's not doing so well. He's going in a downward spiral. But last week and then this week, he continues to step up and elevate. And I'm thoroughly impressed with the, the cool, amazing streak that Luca's on at this point. Um, he's kind of scary now as a competitor. What do you think? Yeah, ever since his wife came on that one episode, he's, he's like kicked up his cooking skill and gone to another level, and he's been doing really good in the challenges, winning challenges. Um, you know, with his technique and stuff, Italian-based you know, based culinary skills, but steak and then turkey later on this episode, he's, he's doing really well, and it's at the right time. It seems like these shows, people kind of hang in the middle, and then whoever kind of turns it on at the end has a really good chance, you know, to turn it around and, and possibly win the season. So, yeah. I'm surprised that he's turned it around. I'm glad that he has. I like watching him on on the episodes. He's one of the funnier, you know, contestants. And now that he's cooking cooking good, you know, he deserves to be on the show. So I'm happy that he's he's turned it around, and hopefully he can he can keep it up for the last remaining episodes for this season. Yeah. Whereas before, Luca was doing too much, and it just wasn't pleasing the the chefs. Um, this time around, he did two types of steak. I mean, he took the same piece of steak, but he took different pieces of it and did them up differently. And it was just really impressive um, to the to the point where Gordon and all of them were praising it. Um, and I think they're just as shocked as the viewers are that Luca is doing so well at this yeah. point. But you're right. Maybe the wife was a great motivator. Maybe she talked some sense into him. Um, so we see, like I said, Chrissy move forward and win the Mystery Box Challenge. Um, Jordan also did well, I think, in that, um, as well as Luca, like we talked about. And Brie didn't do so bad herself being the vegetarian, and I was really worried, um, not so much on how she would have cooked the steak, but also the fact that her time management hasn't been well, and and, uh, that didn't seem to be a problem this week. Um, So Chrissy moves on. There's a lot of haters, though, I wanted to point that out. After Chrissy won, everyone was like, what mm-hmm. just happened? Did you see that? Yeah, I think they were surprised because for that she finally won something, and then since everyone's been kind of gunning for her to get it out of the out of the competition, now she can, has time for some uh, payback on everybody. So they're they're you know ticked off, but they're also worried that they're going to get some kind of crappy ingredient for the challenge. <laughs> but good for Chrissy, you know, because that's her first mystery box challenge that she's won. Um, she was excited, and I actually was happy to see how excited she was to go into the pantry with them um, and to get to finally strategize on how she's going to kick some of these people out that every week hate on her. So uh, we get into the elimination test, and I love this part of it, um, especially with Chrissy back there and kind of her dem- demonic and Look and just, you know, you know that something evil was brewing in her mind. Um, So the the chefs present to her uh, things that are obviously alive, but you can't see them when she walks in. They're covered by cloth or whatever. And it turns out that they're in each of these cages is a live bird. So, and all of various sizes too. We got a quail, pigeon, pheasant, duck, a chicken, and a turkey. And Chrissy's advantage was, you know, she gets to take whichever bird and assign it to the person that's going to make it, as well as she's automatically into the top six. So good for her in that she doesn't have to cook in the elimination test as well. So Chrissy, having observed everybody, has was, I think, the smartest in terms of strategy um, in assigning the birds to the people. What did you think of the strategy she took? Um, yeah, she, sure. The people she wanted to get rid of, 
on the most, she gave the toughest ingredients. So yeah, she she did what she was supposed to. I was kind of surprised that she didn't think Jesse was a little bit higher up on a list of someone to try to get rid of. So she she gave her the, the easiest ingredient as far as compared to the other ones. Um, but yeah, for if that's who she thought was you know her toughest challenges or people she wanted to get rid of, yeah, I think she gave the right ingredients to them. But I also think. Um the fact that you point out Jesse, I also think that she really hasn't had any beef with Jesse the whole season, too. Yes, and I know that definitely plays a factor in who she assigned what she thought would be the harder uh, birds to cook. Um, I don't I don't ever remember her seeing have a pro- having a problem with Jesse. So that might have played into the fact that she gave her chicken, which she thought should have been an easy, easy thing for Jesse to cook, which we later find out really put Jesse in a bind. Um, so... The best part of this episode, though, and I know you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. say here, is that they let the live birds go into the pantry area, and the people that are left to cook, the top six minus Chrissy that are left to cook, have to go in there and actually catch the birds, and I was dying laughing. I mean, Luca's reaction to <laughs> the, what he thought was a peacock at first, and <laughs> they had to explain to him that it was actually a turkey. And the fact that they all had to actually pick up the birds, and it, I was I was cracking up so much. What did you think of that? Yeah, I was when they when they went in the kitchen, they saw him on the floor. I kind of had like a a flashback of Rocky, where he's like chasing the chickens out in the yard. I was thinking they're going to chase these birds around <laughs> in the kitchen and try to pick them up and stuff. Um, yeah, especially Luca, like you're saying, Luca's Luca's reaction. He didn't know what it was and stuff. He acted like it was some kind of like raptor or something, like jumping away from it and they couldn't pick it up. So it was funny. I, I, me and some other people that were watching it were like, they're not going to have to, you know, take care of these birds themselves. But it was funny to see everyone's reaction because they thought they were going to have to, you know, kill these birds and cook them up. So that reaction was kind of funny too because they're all holding them and they're like, kind of like, eh, I don't want to do it kind of a thing. Can you imagine if they actually, I mean, never would they have done that. Yeah. But if they actually had to kill the bird, mm-hmm. everybody would not have gone through with it. Maybe Natasha and maybe Chrissy. I, I don't know that anybody else would have gone through with that. Um, but, yeah, that was that was great. Um, so then we see, obviously, that the chefs tell them, okay, we, just kidding, you don't actually have to kill the birds. <laughs> We're going to have the birds on your, on your chopping block for you to um, handle. But, you know, the first thing that came to mind was, one, I hope they washed their hands because they were just handling wi- live birds. But, two, um, how many of these people have actually butchered um any kind of bird, whether it be the turkey or the pheasant or whatever. Um, and we saw everybody struggled this competition. I think this might have been one of the hardest. I thought the sushi one um, up to this point was pretty difficult, but this one everyone struggled too. And really when Gordon, I think, is the one that asked who has the best bird, nobody raised their hands because everybody struggled. <laughs> yeah, the the fact that I think, well, as far as like me, I've only ever cooked chicken out of all those. And, I mean, like duck, I'm sure some of the other chefs have cooked it, but, like, the pheasant and the pigeon and stuff, yeah, they, they, I'm sure none of them have ever cooked it. So that's – especially when they're telling them, like – or telling Chrissy, like, this one has to be cooked exactly this way. This one is – if you don't cook it right, it's this. So, yeah, the, as far as everyone's ingredients except for, like, one or two, everything was going to be really tough for them. Okay, so then we see everyone – you know, um, we have some only six people left, so let's go through the dishes and you tell me what looked good, what didn't. Jessie, with her, what they said, played safe dish with the chicken, and she basically just, I think, put the chicken in a pan, just like any other Denny's or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with some succotash and potatoes. Uh, Natasha had what they described as a perfectly cooked pheasant. Her dish was so colorful. I had it, I had I thought it was so pretty. Um, James, who made the duck Asian style, and he made his own kimchi. That was pretty impressive. Uh, Luca, who took the turkey and wrapped it with pancetta. Um, considering Luca doesn't ever cook turkey, it looked great. Uh, Brie, who had the stuffed pigeon, where they, you know, a lot of her competition thought that was a bad idea, and she was going to undercook the pigeon. We found it was perfectly cooked and moist. And then finally, Jordan, who had the pan-seared quail, which unfortunately, when it came to tasting, I mean, I don't think it, the dish looked terrible. Um, it obviously wasn't uh, gourmet at that gourmet level in terms of his presentation. But unfortunately, when they, the chefs cut into it, they figured out that pretty much the whole thing was raw. So, Ryan, your picks, best and worst dishes out of all of those. Um, obviously, I can't taste any of them. But just um, based off looks and ones from the ingredients that were used, um, I think... Uh, James is duck with like the mushrooms and the kimchi and stuff. I think his uh, looked like it involved the most skill and then other ingredients um, and the flavors. Um, I think probably to me his was probably the top, and then and then Luca's after that um, with the the sweet potato puree and the pancetta and stuff. I think those two to me look like the best dishes, um, and then probably um, Natasha's after that. Um, yeah, um, Jesse's looked really simple. Um, nothing fancy. It looks like something you could get pretty much at a you know normal, not a high class restaurant. Maybe like you know yard house or something. Just like a normal, not too bad, but it's nothing. Especially at this stage of the competition, like Gordon was saying, it has to has to be up another level. Um, I think hers and obviously Jordan's. It looked okay, but you know when they cut into it and it's like purple and bloody and stuff, you can, it doesn't pretty much doesn't matter what the rest of the dish is at that point if it's already you cut into it. And you can't even eat the main ingredients, so. Um, everyone else's was pretty much on par, like average, I would say, um, with what they expected. But yeah, Jordan and Jesse's were not very good. How about you? Which ones did you think were the top ones for this one? I would say Natasha's was number one in terms of looks. Um, it was just gorgeous. She had so many colors on her plate, and for having never cooked pheasant, they said it was perfectly mm-hmm. cooked. That was that was a no brainer. She hers definitely looked the best. Um, in terms of who's looked the worst. I would have to say Jordan's, and the, and not because he cooked the quail wrong or raw. Um, it was more so that there was so much on his plate that you have mm-hmm. to think he was overcompensating for not knowing how to cook the quail. There, there was like three different things on his plate. It didn't look like any of it went together. And he had this sauce that looked so thick. And typically when you have quail, it I don't think I've ever had quail where it's, you know, served with this just drenched in the sauce and it just you could tell that there was a lot of components that didn't go together and I have to think the reason he did that is because he knew the quail wasn't going to be so good and he was trying to compensate with other flavors so um, for that reason I have to agree that they sent Jordan home this week it went down to Jordan and Jesse and really if Jordan think about it Jordan was in the top three just a few minutes ago in the mystery box challenge. And if it wasn't for Chrissy knocking out of the park with, you know, not only the perfectly cooked steak, but the sides, I think Jordan should have won the mystery box challenge. And then we wouldn't have seen him go home. And at this point in the competition, it's just really unfortunate because at 
everybody's at their a you know on their a game it's just one thing that could knock you out and unfortunately the quail did it for him this week um but between jordan and jesse i i have to agree with sending jordan home based on what he cooked tonight mm-hmm. yeah it's sad because he was my pick for the season um and like you were saying earlier in the episode he did really well but at this point it pretty much doesn't matter what you do you know previously it's for that specific you know challenge so yeah, um, Jesse's dish was not you know up to par as far as you know skill and, and looks and stuff, but at least it was cooked. <laughs> like he didn't and judge it where Jordan's was you know not cooked too much on the plate. Um, yeah, that gravy really kind of threw it. Looked like a really dark. Yeah, it was didn't look good at all. So yeah, I, I didn't want him to go home because he's my pick, but you know it is what it is. And and at this point, you can't have a bad dish, and he had the worst dish, so he had to go home. But you still got Jessie. I mean, Jessie was your runner-up pick, and Mm -hmm. she didn't do too well this week. She's starting to worry me because she's also my number one pick. And the thing with Jessie is I thought she would bounce back this week and really shine. Um, It seems like the past two or three episodes, she's just been average, and uh, whatever was motivating her before uh, doesn't seem to be there right now. Um, So I hope this will come as a kind of a shock factor for her, and she'll really bounce back because she was like within a percentage of getting sent home tonight. So um, hopefully that will, you know, motivate her to do better and inspire her to cook at that elevated level next week. Um, But Natasha's still there, and Natasha's just very scary right now, um, being my second pick. So, and everybody wanted to see her go home tonight, Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. really funny. She's at another level, and um, really at this point, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the only person who can beat Natasha is herself. So let's see what happens because everybody has thrown things at her that she's never cooked before and she's been able to cook them perfectly. So you got to be freaked out if you're that person trying to eliminate her at this point. Um, Any other thoughts on tonight's episode or let's see next week looked equally as interesting. They have to actually cook Mm -hmm. in a kitchen, which I don't know if we've seen that yet. Um, the one episode where they had to make burgers, but it wasn't all of them. It was only two on two. This time it's actually, I guess, three on three. So, um, and then it looks like they're cooking, um, it'd probably be kind of like, I guess it would be like the burger on teams against teams, but this one looked like Gordon was even more in their face, yelling at them, telling them stuff. So it looks like it would be even more, you know, nerve wracking compared to the last one where they just had to make burgers. Maybe they got to make more stuff, uh, this time. But yeah, so Bree and Natasha are the captains, so. We'll see how they have to pick their teams or what the little, you know, monkey wrench the judge is throwing where maybe they'll flip teams or something and see what they have to do for next week. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for next week. And then we did see a little snippet that they are casting for Season 5, Ryan, just in case you want to go out there and and put your culinary skills to the test. They're casting for Season 5 for those of you that are definitely interested in um, showing that you're a really good home cook. They're doing it right now, and we're looking forward to talking about you in Season 5. <laughs> yeah, I uh, work on the greatest dish I can make just to make it on, and then I'll cook nothing else after that. I would not make it. <laughs> <laughs> Here is my um, uh, boxed chocolate cake <laughs> that I mixed an egg with and followed the directions. Yeah, no, I would I would do terribly. Um but, yes, definitely, if you think you got the skills, go out and audition and 
Um, good luck. Um, so that will do it for us this week. Ryan, if we want to chat with you, tell us where to find you. Uh, I'm on Twitter, and I'm at RYMyers, M-Y-R-S, 25. Or you can just leave comments on YouTube. Yes, we're looking forward to talking with you guys on the YouTube page. Remember to click subscribe if you want to follow this review or any of our other reviews. We follow a lot of food-related shows, so definitely uh, click subscribe and and join in the conversation. And you can find me on Twitter at Ann Campia and YouTube at also Ann Campia. And then you can look for the audio version on iTunes under Girl vs. Food if you want to just listen to us. And until next week... Um, Thank you again, Ryan, for joining me. Oh, no problem. Always fun. And then everybody, until next week, happy eating.